everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I hope we're all doing fantastic. In the ideal world, every single person that is listening to this episode feeling amazing. I would love that. Can't confirm any of it, but I'm sending good energy to everyone. I don't know if it's good morning, if it's good afternoon, if it's good evening. I'd actually, I don't know when you listen. And to keep it quite frank, I don't know where you are, when you listen, if we're on our way to work, if we're coming back, if we're lounging around the house. Again, I love that energy. I do. And I think this is, this is either the seventh or eighth time that I'm about to say this. If you work out to this podcast, I love it. I back it. I just want to know why. I'd love to know. My DMs, they're always open. Slide in. No worries. And if you have my phone number, let's FaceTime. Everyone, I'm, I'm excited for this episode. And it's funny, I, I cannot believe it's taken me 347 episodes to talk about what I'm about to talk about. I, 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 it's so... We'll get into it. Everyone, this is the Monday Morning Commute, the 51st installment. My name is John. Everyone, here's my thing. Kombucha. I love it. I, ri- I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I feel strongly about it. I don't love it. I feel strongly about it. It, it. it blows my mind. It's taken 347 installments to actually address kombucha. I, I did an episode on pickling and I talked about kombucha, but I think kombucha, it really, it deserves its own spotlight. It, it deserves its own episode. And I was very close to doing one last summer. I, I was going to belittle kombucha. It wasn't going to be, this is going to be a positive episode. I was going to belittle kombucha. I was going to talk about how it's always served in mason jars. And it's just a very cavalier choice when it comes to beverages. But that, it just, it wouldn't have been, I think I was, that would have been an easy episode to do. I feel like it's easy to pick on kombucha, but it's also, it's, it's a little more difficult to support it, I think, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to do, I, everyone, look, you can put me down 16 fluid ounces every two weeks, about 32 a month. I drink decent amounts of kombucha. I do. And it would be more if it wasn't four bucks a pop. On it, it would be a I would, you know, if it was $199,250, you could put me down maybe even 64 fluid ounces. I feel comfortable saying that. It's gotten to the point where if I, let's say hypothetically, I listen, excuse me, I listen to FM radio and I called into one of their uh, 10th caller contests and I answered a question correctly and they mailed me a certificate, but I didn't know what the certificate was. I, I had no idea. And I get in the mail and I'm, I'm excited. I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's a gift card to H&M. If Forever 21, I'd be game with that. Something to Buffalo Wild Wings. And I open it up and it says, congrats, John, comma, this is redeemable for one beverage at a Shell gas station in the greater Portland area. I'd look at it at first and I'd think to myself, did I really just pull over off the freeway to dial into an FM radio station, wait 15 to 20 minutes in line, somehow get picked 10th, put them on speaker, Google when Tyga was born, tell them. And so did I do all that for one beverage at a Shell gas station? I'd be kind of bummed. But then I'd realize it's, it's still a free beverage at a Shell gas station. It, that's, 
It's an interesting gift because it's kind of strict, but you also get the freedom of choice. So I'd walk over to my Shell gas station and I'd have the certificate and I'd flash it to the cashier. I'd be proud and I'd say, is this a, is this a real thing? And I think they would look at me and, and they would say, I didn't know about that, but it seems legit. I'd say, fantastic. I'd walk over and I'd pick out 32 ounces of Modelo and I'd buy that. But if there was no Modelo, I would walk over to another refrigerator and I would pick out 24 ounces of Fiji water. And I would buy that. But if there was no Fiji water, I'd get ginger turmeric kombucha. Mm Mm-hmm. $3.99 worth. Yep. I would do that. That's high on my... Everyone, you got to understand the magnitude of what I just said. Freedom of choice any Shell gas station in the greater Portland area, any beverage, the third one that I would get would be ginger, turmeric, kombucha. I don't know what turmeric is, but I like it a lot. And part of me, I, I feel like I'm hopping on a bandwagon right now. Like I, I'm definitely a little late to the party and not even fashionably late, kind of like I wasn't invited at all. And I showed up just to say I was there. I took a photo that I was there and then I left. That's what it feels like. And it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't. I'm here. I'm seatbelt in. I, um, I went to the Portland State Farmer's Market. I, you know, I've actually been the past three weekends. I love that farmer's market. I've been in Portland almost five years. And it's taken me this long to actually go to the farm. It's, it might be the best farmer's market that I've ever been to. And that's not saying much because I've maybe been to three. But of the three, I think this is the best. It's an interesting balance between controlled chaos and serenity. In terms of just structure, I mean, it's 150 yards long, about 40 yards across. And the walkway is very narrow. And there's a lot of people but very rarely is it legitimately congested. Like it's, you know, the the nose might be stuffy, but in terms of taking a deep breath, not hindering it. It's not like that. We're not totally clogged there. It's very fluid. But there's a lot of talking, a lot of selling going on, a lot of tasting. Fairly clean, people very responsible in terms of recycling and throwing stuff away. But, But that's the controlled chaos. Large amounts of people, I would guess... 10,000, I don't know, I, five figures of people move throughout that farmer's market, and I think it's open nine to two. So that's the controlled cast. The Serenity, it, it basically, it's a rectangle around a park. And the park itself, I mean, you'll find couples lounging, having coffee, having lunch, little kids running about, older people sitting on benches. It, it's like a stereotypical park, honestly. But it's a great spot to lay down, stir up at the trees. And then the trees themselves, they provide shade. And you got to understand how badly I want to say that they provide ample shade. They don't. The sunlight peats through. But that helps with the temperature. It's not crazy. It's definitely cooler, but it's not too nippy. You can dance in the sunlight if you want to bake for a little bit, but you come back and you can take a nap in the shade. Grass-wise, not too long, not too wet. It's a very, very nice scene. But I want to reflect on a specific, oh gosh, experience, I think is how I'm going to put it. It was the second time I went to the farmer's market. And I, I walked up to an 8 by 10 tent. And in the middle of the tent was a kombucha, draft kombucha, four taps. And there was three people working. Three different people with three completely different job functions. The first, 
a man who I, I think he was 53 years old, but his beard told a different story. It was silver. His frame lean, maybe standing 5'7", five, 5'8", five, the shirt floral collared, three of those buttons undone. In the pants, they were chino, there was room to wiggle. He wasn't wearing shoes. And I'm going to do my best to pronounce this correctly. Chaco, the sandals, he was wearing Chaco sandals. He was basically, I think the best way to put it, business development, sales. He was driving a lot of the purchases of these pints of kombucha. Very talkative, engaging, shaking hands. He was out there with the people. The second employee, I don't know, because she, she referred to the 53-year-old man as her partner. And I didn't know if it was business partner. I didn't know if there was a romantic relationship because she was substantially younger. I'm saying 35, 37. Uh, most notably, her right forearm, a mandala tattoo, and then staying on brand, her pants. I mean, they're yoga, but they flare to the bottom, bell bottom, geometric shapes. She was wearing a blouse. It was tucked in. And piercings, of course. I mean, the septum, I think right here, we're looking four, maybe five piercings. The left, three or four. She looked like naturally her hair brown, a little bit of an autumn flare. But recently, I think she just touched up some blonde highlights. She was basically processing all payments. Swiping the card, giving the product. Swiping the card, giving the product. Giving some back-end information, story about the company. Very easy to talk to, informative as well. So if you had any questions, you would go to her. The third, I don't feel comfortable saying employee. I don't. And you know, well, hold on. So when I when I talk about this person, I think it, I think those two actually were a couple. It'll it'll make sense in a second. The third person working, and it I don't feel it doesn't feel appropriate to say that, but the, the third person working at this kombucha tent was a four year old girl standing maybe three and a half feet tall. Her hair sandy blonde and pigtails. I, and the reason I'm apprehensive in terms of saying employee, I just feel like that's, there's labor laws. So, which makes me think, it, it's probably a family of, I don't think this company hired a four-year-old. But I will say, so what she was doing was, uh, she had a, a tray with the frozen yogurt taster cups and they're all filled with kombucha and basically just offering samples. Very friendly, smile on her face. Again, hairs and pigtails. It was a good, so I think it was a family affair. Now that I actually, I don't know why I, ne- I did not connect the dots until literally right now. But I walked up to the tent and right away, I knew I didn't want to engage with the 53-year-old man because I felt like I would get into a conversation and the end, I just, I wouldn't be able to see it. And I'd get hard sold. I'd end up probably leaving with 64 ounces of kombucha. And I would think to myself, I only do 32 a month. How am I going to put away two months worth? In a, I don't know how, does it, does it go old? How long would I have? Bottled at the sort? Again, I didn't want to get into that. So I actually went up to the four-year-old and she had samples. I was just going to taste. I didn't think I'd buy anything. But again, she's three and a half feet tall. I'm five, nine and three quarters. My knees, I'm bending down in the back, arching over a little bit, that angle from waist to shoulder. You're looking about 45 degrees. I smile. How are we doing? She says nothing back. Can I have a sample? To which she nods. I take it up, throw it back. I, I think it was mango kombucha, but I wasn't wowed. And I, I threw the taster cup into the trash can and just to paint an image, the waste bin itself, um, 
it, it, it picture a soft serve ice cream cone. And the cone was the waste bin. And the vanilla ice cream you get at McDonald's, I mean, that's what all these little taster's cup look like. They were piled out of the waste bin. So I really just took my empty cup and I put it on the top. You didn't need to know that. But I feel like it might help paint this picture a little better. I, I took a step back after tasting it. And again, the, the 10, it's, it's 8 feet by 10, right? So it's very small. I take one step back, I can see the entire picture, and I notice bottom left-hand corner, they had what looked like a 64-gallon uh, cooler. I approach it. We go matrix, because there's two types of kombucha, red and blue, covered in ice. It's kombucha on ice. Two different types. I get closer. We've got some sort of, it was like a... I, I had trouble reading what it was because I just saw 35 milligrams of CBD and then I saw 15 milligrams of CBD. It was CBD-infused kombucha. I've heard of what CBD is. I have. I don't really know. I, I know a lot of athletes use it for recovery. I, I've smoked a CBD joint. I don't. It's relaxing, and I think it helps you sleep. That's all I know. But I'm curious. Infused in kombucha. And 35 milligrams, that seemed like a lot. I picked up... The kombucha, and it was interesting the way they bottled it. If you've ever been to an Olive Garden and they have that one wine glass where the base is very fat and you come up the top, short stem, they have this little ring that you can, if you're going to pour the wine, I think thumb goes in the ring, uh, four of the fingers around the neck, left hand at the base, and we're slowly tipping over. It's a huge jug. That's what this kombucha was bottled in, but for 16 ounces. I pick up the red one. And I ended up asking the woman with the mandala tattoo, so, so what's, what's the deal here? 35 milligrams kombucha, what type of kombucha is this? And here's where it, I, I, I want to say the greatest moment of my life happened. It wasn't. I think one of the funnier interactions that I've had in person, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to say exactly what happened. So I asked her, what's the deal? What type of kombucha is this? And she told me, this is a lightning struck cedar turmeric blend. A lightning struck cedar turmeric blend. There was CBD in there too. This kombucha had lightning struck cedar in it. I lose control. What? What? What do you mean? Well, there's 35 milligrams of No, no, the cedar, the lightning struck cedar. What's the deal here? She says, well, the cedar, it's struck by lightning, and we use that to make the kombucha. So that doesn't actually answer any of my question. Maybe I didn't inquire well enough. I, all I know is this kombucha has lightning struck cedar, but I don't, like, how do you corral that much cedar? How often does cedar get struck by lightning. I'm trying to process all of this, but as I'm doing it, the man with the, the silver beard, 53 years old, chimes in. Get that. D did you see how activated you were when you heard that? The cedar is the tallest tree in the forest, and its roots, they go the deepest and they spread out the longest. They are the most connected to every organism in the forest. I'm trying to process as much as I possibly can. 35 milligrams of CBD. I know what it is, but I don't. 35, that sounds like a lot. Uh, cedar. I don't know you could use that to make beverages. Better yet, lightning struck cedar. How do you corral that? How often does that happen? Turmeric, you know, I've seen it before. 
if you're me right now, you're, you're really left with a choice because emotionally I'm invested. Emotionally, they're invested. After hearing all of that, getting a breakdown sort of of what CBD, not really, of course I bought it. $6. So double of what normal kombucha is, but then again, this kombucha had wood in it that was struck by lightning. Everyone, I took that kombucha, whole pint of it, downed it 25 minutes. I enjoyed a slice of pizza. I was laying on my back in the middle of this park, outlined by a farmer's market. This was the serenity piece that I was discussing earlier. And I don't know if it was the CBD. I don't know if it was the placebo effect. I honestly, I don't know if it was the fact that I just drank kombucha that was struck by lightning. I'm going to say it like that. It was kombucha that was struck by lightning. I don't know if that was it. But I felt absolutely fantastic. Next level. In my own little element. I mean, I'm people watching occasionally, but I'm closing my eyes. I'm relaxed. In through the nose. I'm out through the mouth. Not rushed. The concept of time, I was aware. Again, the farmer's market closed at two. But with little to no question, that was one of the most wonderful hours that I've had in recent time. And I think it was all thanks to what I'm going to dub lightning kombucha. Everyone, I'm taking a look at the clock. And it is about that time. So if you were commuting to work, ideally you got there. If you're coming home, ideally you've, you've made it home safely. And wherever you're traveling, you get there safely. If you're lounging around the house, I back that energy. What are we doing for the rest of the day? I'm not sure. And again, everyone, if you work out to this podcast, I love it. I support it. I just want to know why. My DMs, they're always open. Um, Personal account and the podcast account. If you have my phone number, let's FaceTime. Everyone, this was the Monday morning commute, the 51st installment. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.